Yes, for Bike Talk. Cool. Okay, if you could just start with your name and then maybe give your ideas or your thoughts. About today? Yes. Uh, so my name is Eric Bruins. I'm the Planning and Policy Director for LACBC. Um, and today was a disappointment. Um, there are There's a lot of misinformation going around about what the city can and can't do with this project. And unfortunately, that combined with a fear from a bunch of the institutional stakeholders has basically led to this idea that this project is going to choke up traffic south of downtown when it, it basically just won't. We have a new expo line that carries, you know, 20 plus thousand people per day. Those are cars that used to be on Figueroa and are no longer on Figueroa. At, you know, Coliseum games, about 10% of fans now take Expo to get to the game. Those are cars that are not currently on Figueroa and used to be. So there's a tremendous opportunity now with the way that mobility is changing in the University Park neighborhood to take advantage of that and really do something special with this corridor. And unfortunately, we're missing the mark right now. What would you say, what would you recommend that they do after these 30 days? What would you um, hope that comes out? Well, I, I hope that we stick with the proposed project. Um, what's, be, what's being studied and, and talked about as an alternative really isn't workable for a number of reasons. One is it puts people onto the flower where there are much greater personal security issues in terms of it's a much less, less heavily trafficked. There aren't going to be as many pedestrians. It's the backside of a bunch of auto dealers. It really is not a hospitable environment, particularly for the, you know, the, the, particularly the women, the folks riding alone, the folks that this cycle track really is for. Um, and then there's just not as much real estate on Flower. We already put the expo line there, and so there's only th there's only three lanes right now, one of which is for parking. So if you put a cycle track in there, you're literally taking Flower southbound down to one lane, and it's the primary access to the 110 freeway from downtown. It's really just not workable. Very good. Thank you. Great, thanks. My name is Miguel Ramos. I'm the Bicycle Safety Outreach Coordinator with Multicultural Communities for Mobility, and I also serve on the Bicycle Advisory Committee. Excellent. Can you just tell us about what you thought about the meeting? I thought it was very uh, backwards given the fact that this has been a four-year project. Um, the fact that they weren't, um, I guess they were neglecting the community's needs and uh, creating a safer space for South LA for the people of South LA, creating a more uh, pedestrian and bicycle environment, uh, having access to those jobs, business, and schools that are uh, run along that corridor. And what would you like to see when they come back from the 30 days? I would like them to actually look at all the, the movement that's been happening towards this specific project and move on with it because it's just really a waste of people's time to continue neglecting all the work that's been happening for this project and city's money and the fact that we could lose a, a great opportunity and getting funds to great make this project magnificent. Excellent. Any other thoughts that you want to share? Um, I, I definitely think that this project is going to be, I mean, if it goes through, it'll show an example of what the city of LA can do with creating a better environment for the communities of LA. And um, I, I only hope that we continue to see more support and see more cycle tracks. Very cool. All right. Thank you.
Go ahead. Okay, my name is Eileen Schaubert, and I'm from Austin, Texas, a cycling advocate and a previous member of our... Previous member of the City of Austin's Transportation, uh, the Urban Transportation Commission, um, among a, a number of cycling organizations. Um, in Austin, we've seen there's been pushback on some of the cycle tracks and some of the bike infrastructure, but once it goes in, everyone seems to be very happy with it. Um, generally, we see the trends happen where it's really good for businesses. Um, it definitely is very popular with the community members. And so as a visitor here, I guess I'm a little surprised that, um, you know, my surface understanding is just that, you know, owners of car dealerships are the ones that are really putting up the appeal. And I guess I just wonder what the validity is of the appeal. And hopefully, you know, as, you know, city council works through the legalities of it all, um, that they can actually take a much broader view of how do you connect the city from one end to the other for all of its citizens. So um, I'm interested to see what happens because it would be an exciting project. Yes, me too. <laughs> all right, thank you. Okay, and just um, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself and say what you're doing. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I live in the San Fernando Valley in the North Hollywood, Tulico Lake area. Tulico Lake is a section of the lower, just above Universal. But what I'm learning from this, from as the bike plan has been implemented, is as long as you can keep striking, which is a painting space for bicycling, you're achieving something. You're going to have disappointments where it's denied because there's too much traffic or they like speedways. But as long as they keep obtaining that space at a you know, reasonable pace, and right now the bill is 40 miles a year, you're gaining. It's always disappointing you didn't get a particular street. Like, it looks like Lancashire is not going to have bike lanes. But they, they're offering, the opposition offers violence, put bike lanes on violence. Figueroa, there's a lot of heavy opposition, but they're willing to put bike lanes in. It's like here we're trying to uh, appease you people by saying, oh yeah, I'll put bike lanes, just don't put the barriers and take that much space away. So as long as, as, long as you can keep creeping in there, it's, 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 it's kind of, originally I used to say a war, but you can think of it like in terms of a football game where you go, well, we're going to do this and this and this, but you look for an opening and you take that opening. Like in the valley, uh, it was originally, uh, and these these projects were uh, for the arterials are mainly fixed by bicycles. If you look at a map, you go, well, this street, that street. So there's two streets going across the valley were supposed to be Roscoe and Sherman Way, and so they were working on doing bike lanes for Roscoe. They couldn't get that, and I said, I don't want either one because I know you're not going to get them. 
So they pick the one up from Roscoe, Parthenia. And the reason why you want to choose those, especially the valley, is like uh, Van Olen, Parthenia, Satakoy. Uh, there's no freeway on and off track. So the cars are stacking up, and they're not all traveling to get to the free to and from the 405. A lot more chance. I think Van Olen's got, uh, it's got four lanes, a center lane, and parking on both sides. So it's a very wide street. Chances are you're going to get some of those. Especially in the Western Valley, it's much, much easier. But you just have to keep prodding and see where the opening is, you know? Yeah. And as long as they can keep that going. But, it, you know, if you just focus on, well, you got to have that street. It's like an old Steve Martin joke when he was a stand-up comedian. The one joke that was gonna make me, you know, it's not, it's not that one, one uh, facility. Although this would have been our first example for a cycle track, big disappointment. Um, it's not over yet. Right. It's the fact that it's got so much money behind it, it. It's keeping the momentum going. If it wasn't any money behind it, they just go. It would be easily just drop, just like it was for Lancashire. Because same thing, the car dealerships. Uh, there's uh, BMW, uh, Mini Cooper, that's one dealer. And then further up, to the, uh, 134 is Toyota, and they've got several facilities in the area. And even the one that was, it was already striked, uh, the Honda dealership further north. They said, nobody told us we were going to put bike lanes in. And then I asked somebody, did they take away a lane? They said, no. <laughs> they came in. <laughs> nobody told us they were going to put bike lanes in. And then there's a dealer in between, I think it's a Ford dealer. They haven't, as far as I know, they haven't shown up to the meeting. But the Toyota dealership, they were brought employees down to complain. And then I talked to one of them afterwards, and they were just like that to come down to the meeting. They were a council meeting. <laughs> one of them comes from Orange County and walks from the subway to the Toyota dealership. She's like, what's the big, you know, mm-hmm. to do about? Hmm. So, right. you know, it, it, it isn't, um, and, and Lancashire is a very hard street because it's diagonal, so it's very difficult to make it with striping safe for bicycle and you're even comfortable. But that's where you get to the subway station. That's where you get to the orange line. And blind line is, you know, goes at a right angle to the, you know, the other streets are going to be yes. So, fine. Take fine one. Yeah.